Megan Hicks of I Run Far, and I'm with Jeff Browning. He's the champion of the 2018 Hard Rock 100 Endurance Run. Good morning, Jeff. Is that title starting to sink in? Sort of. <laughs> it's a little weird still, but it's cool. How are you feeling? You finished, I don't know, 20? 20... 26-20. Yeah, a little under 12 hours ago now, 24 hours ago now. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little, I'm starting to perk up a little bit. I'm, I'm, I got some sleep now. Okay. Yesterday was a little hammered, but... A hundred miles through the San Juan Mountains, average altitude of eleven thousand feet. Like, let's just start with that. That's some hard stuff. Yeah, it's a hard. It's a hard race. I think it's it's hard because you you can't only push so hard at altitude, and and so you know time between aid stations is slower, and you're just like, where's that aid station? It's got to be here somewhere. Um, but but overall, it's such a pretty course that um, I don't know. I think the you forget about the punishing part of the course pretty quickly uh it's so beautiful yeah like really from the get-go simultaneously punishing but exquisite your first climb is out the the long bear creek drainage to the to the putnam lime creek bear creek saddle being up there is i mean like the top of the world basically yeah it's it is really a pretty course and you know i really i always like the coming off of handies and going up in American basin, like right at dusk. Um, Ricky Gates was playing in his accordion. So I did a little jig. Uh-huh. I think I'm the only person that did. He said I was the only person that j- did a jig. No one else danced. They just looked at him weird. You were uh, happy because you were climbing handies peak and because the thunderstorm that was there was it going just away. moved out. It was so good. <laughs> I, I came into the grouse with my, my, my uh, jacket on hood up was raining and in the light the thunder was coming over the ridge and then it kind of came into us and right when i got to the aid station it started pouring Mm -hmm. and i crewed inside so i didn't have to get wet and then i went out with rain gear on but right as i was going up grouse like everything kind of blew out fast it came in like lightning thunder boom 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 and then it was like this rainbow as i was going up grouse it was like I won't get you this time. <laughs> Just 2014. <laughs> but remember who's boss. Yeah. Mother Nature is boss out here. <laughs> yeah, totally. Let's totally. back up and talk a little bit more about Mother Nature. Yesterday, or rather Friday, was fairly hot also. Yeah, it was hot and muggy going down into, you know, we had some cloud cover and sprinkles going up to Virginia, but then coming down Camberg Road, it was hot, as you, it almost always is. And Uray's always like a hot pocket down there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so coming up out of Bear Creek, it's always hot. Like I was carrying a filter, like a soft flask filter sure. on top of what I was carrying. To drink more water. So, yeah, so I there. could just dip on the side creeks um, and then just drink extra water. Uh-huh. That's how I get up to engineers that, you know, not having to carry four bottles or something. I think I drank two liters. Up, on that up to eight engi- miles. Yeah, on that miles. section. Or maybe two and a half liters. Mm. So a lot of water. It took a lot of water right there. It's always super hot there. So logistics are weird there too. This this course direction, I think that could be one of the trickiest parts because you're about halfway through the race, hottest part of the day. That's I think that's one of the harder sections to like get through and not like get really dehydrated and because by that time too, the sun's hitting us because it's kind of west facing. So you're kind of you're in the sun down below like uh uh yellow jacket mine or whatever mm-hmm. that building is you're just baking in that canyon a bit y- yeah exactly 
Let's talk a little bit about the dynamics of the men's race. I think from the get-go, you were basically in second and you kind of had a tail of, a long tail of dudes behind you. Yeah, and I, you know, in the night after Sherman, I was kind of on pace, to, like I was I was shooting to break my own record okay. again, just, and I was on pace for it, but then I, I came across, Sher- out of Sherman, you come up out of Sherman and you cross a creek and then you go up this drainage and up and over to Cataract Lake, and that section, I just, in my head, I couldn't, even though this is the third time going this direction, it's hard rock and it's like late and you're like Nighttime. oxygen debt and like at altitude. And so I, it just didn't look right. And I was like, and I didn't, hadn't seen a flag for a long time. And I was like, went up over the top and then I, I probably was 60 meters from a flag. <laughs> <laughs> One later I figured that out, uh-huh. but I was like, I went, got to that point where it was like the decision time. I was like, I got to go back to the last flag. So I backtracked and which was all the way down to the Creek which was like probably, I don't know, maybe three, three or four miles. Okay. You know, I don't know for sure. I haven't looked at my like data yet. Yeah. I went back and looked at, at your GPS tracked. It looked like you backtracked about one and one third miles till you must've seen a, a flag. One and a third. There you go. Yeah. Hard rock. It seems like two miles. Well, yeah. In like road miles, it's like a half yeah. hour. So right? I went way, way down. I walked around. I like looked for flags, had high beam <laughs> on, you know, and like, and like kind of did some back and forth by 50, 60 meters. And then finally, I was standing on a rock, and I saw Troy coming up the creek bed with his pacer, and I yelled at him, who is that? And he goes, it's Troy. He's like, like you have flags? I'm like, I can't freaking find the course. I think I'm off. And uh, um, and so, you know, then I was like, oh, man, there went my hour on third. And that was like, ah, and there goes the record. Yeah. So at that point, I was kind of in – I got – I burned a lot of matches there because then yeah. I was like, okay, I got to surge a little to get him off. I don't want him like getting contact. Right. So I pushed a little bit and, and then I didn't find out about what everything else until Cunningham. Yeah. That so, I was in the lead. Yeah. So, uh, it's about mile 75 where you spend some time wasting time looking for cor- course markings. You find Troy Howard, you guys get a gap, you get a gap on him again, um, but it's not by a lot. Like on the tracker, it kind of looks like at times you must be able to see each other. I could see his light okay. in certain places, especially going up to, up that long, like slow climb up over down to Maggie's. Okay. And, and I was timing coming out of Maggie's, like how far back is he? So I, I looked at my watch when I left the aid station, watched him come down into the aid station when I saw him leave the aid station because you could see yeah. when, you're, when you're climbing that yeah. big wall. And giving them, giving you something to entertain yourself with too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, I think there he was like 11 minutes behind me or okay. something. Yeah. And then, um, the next guy behind him at that point, Jeff Rome was not that many minutes behind. Could you see him too? I saw another light. Okay. And I didn't realize he came on strong. He did come he on He was strong. on my tail going up, um, going up a uh, little giant he, after Cunningham. He was on your tail. Yeah. I mean, I could see him down the switchbacks. Uh, but I was like, if I can get to the top first, you're not going to catch me. There's no way. I just have to get up this climb. Uh, yep. That's all I was. I, 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 I don't know. I think I climbed okay there. Okay. Yeah. But I definitely came down fast. Like he, I, he said I was already out of, out of sight by the time he hit the top and oh. could look over. So, cause I didn't look back. I just, I mean, I did a couple of like quick ones, but like I couldn't see anything and you'd have yeah. to stop and like scan everything. Yeah. So I just kept rolling. So let's talk a little bit about like that whole scene at Cunningham. You're basically spending the whole race thinking you're running in second and you're thinking, you know, um, 
first place is quite a distance in front of you, whereas third place is not so far behind you. So I can imagine you're thinking more about the people behind you. I totally, that's, I mean, that's where I was. I wanted second. Um, I, I knew that Xavier had a good lead and um, every, all the reports. I mean, I, I had some reports that he was looking a little hammered yeah. in a couple spots. So that was like, oh, well, maybe he'll falter. Um, but, you know, you, it's 100. You run against, especially hard rock, you run against the course. Yeah. Like, so it's section at a time, the best you can do that section in. And do your best, right? Even if you have to backtrack 1.3 miles, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so do extra credit. So, like, <laughs> you know, so it just, it, it plays out. That's ultras. And, you know, it's always, you know, you just run a race. And at, at some point, sometimes opportunities are presented. And this one, uh, opportunity was presented. And I'll, you know, that's what racing is about. Yeah. Like, is managing everything and doing everything, you know, uh, the best you can. And, um and then sometimes you get gifts. I uh, want to know what... I feel like it's a gift. Yeah. You know, that's how I'm kind of looking at it. I want to know what went through your head, though, when you drop into Cunningham Gulch. This is the last aid station of the race. It's mile 91. Um, I'm and, worried about the guy behind me. Yeah. And somebody tells you you're now leading... I was rock. like, what, what, wait, what? Yeah. And, uh, um, and I, th- I mean, there was no time for explanation yeah. because I've got someone right behind me. And at that point, you're all of a sudden, you're like, the race completely dynamic changes and your mentality changes when that you're presented with something like that. Because you have to roll with whatever, you know, obstacles or opportunities happen, right? So that that's what I did. I mean, I came in and I was like, oh, well, this totally different. I had a full plan coming in there, what I wanted to do, like logistics with my crew guy. And like turned around and like was like, well, nope, put two gels, go. shed all the weight, <laughs> go. <laughs> um <laughs> And so that's what I did, you know? You had said to one of our reporters earlier in the race that you could feel Western states in your legs. Um, mile 91, you find out you're in the lead of the race. You've got... You forget uh, about uh, Western states really quickly. You forget about it quick. <laughs> yes. That, your yeah. legs were okay. Yeah, they came around. You could do yeah. them. You could it's use funny them. that way. The mind can is pretty tricky. <laughs> that's the one thing ultra running has taught me is... As you know, well, well, no, right? The mind is a tricky thing. How, it, it has um, a lot of control over the body. Yeah, exactly. How related the mind-body connection oh, totally. really is. Yeah, absolutely. So you, um, yeah, I saw you go up Cunningham, Little Giant. That's a really steep climb. It's 2,600 feet in less than two miles. Oh, you were hammering. I was going, I was like, this is just execute this, execute it. <laughs> just, just breathe hard. <laughs> Worry about it later. You okay. know, um, you know, I, I would, I would feel bad if I hadn't given it, you know, all. Yeah. You have to, you have to kind of just do the best you can and where you are there. I definitely was feeling like right there though. you definitely, it's just so hard to go hard up 13,000 feet again. You know, the last time up to 13,000 feet, I don't know. What is that? I don't know how many times you go over that way, but <laughs> I can feel it today. Yeah, you feel it in your lungs. Ooh. Yeah, check out that. I have some essential oil my wife gave me for that, though. It works. It, it, it clears it up quicker than just letting it naturally run. it sort itself out. Yeah, that's one thing about hard rock. You get the you get a little bit of hacking sometimes. Oh, uh, yeah. A little uh, inflammation in the, in in the, the lungs, lungs, not yeah. just in the muscles. A little pulmonary edema or something. Um, at the finish line, you had said that if there was 100-mile race you would like to win it would be hard rock yeah um, i mean i think out of all my wins this would be this one's the most special especially since it's it's um i don't know I, this this was an early influence on me i came here in 2007 so 
five years into running ultras. Now I've been doing it 18 years. So like that for me, like just to have that in the list, you know, is pretty special. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you on your win. Thank you. And uh, yeah, you've got recovery to do and another couple hundreds to run this year. I do. A couple more on the schedule. Happy recovery. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs)